Howdy folks, Randy here. At Randy's Rubs, it is our mission to bring you a variety of mouthwatering seasonings that are sure to make the ordinary extraordinary, to make the impossible possible. Creating memories with friends and family is what is most important to us, and we hope to be the cornerstone of your meals, making memories with the ones you love most. As all of you continue on your fall sports journey, Randy's Rubs wishes each of you an incredible season, and may each of you be an All-American. Go check us out on Amazon or at randysrubs.com. It don't suck, y'all. Welcome to the 590 High School Sports Show. Here's your host. Powered by Texas Podcast Media. Craig Irwin. Toby Tolles. And Trent Hart. And good evening. Welcome to the 590 Sports Show. Craig Irwin, Trent Hart in the hot box at Texas Podcast Media. The randy's rubs hot box and it kind of goes together doesn't it kind of like that i kind of like it too the randy's rubs hot box and yes. you know it don't suck y'all that it don't suck this podcast don't suck either here the 590 sports show on texas podcast media you can find us at texaspodcastmedia.com but uh dude it's been a huge huge week we reframed from podcasting this week until today trent yeah yeah it was it was intentional in case everybody was wondering why i mean you know we had our first podcast back last week from you know coming off the break from christmas and the new year and so forth but uh we've been talking about it for weeks the uil district realignment has dropped and we waited till today and you know we said last week also man i hope the uil makes a splash boy did they splash dude the splash is big, especially down here, really throughout the state. It, it yeah. really splashed hard. And I just, so looking at all of the realignments, this is my first time to really look at them. I looked at a few. I got, oh, TT called me earlier today and uh, this morning, about 920-ish. And uh, we talked about it a little bit. And I'd text you, I mean, I with this new job i've just been really really busy and uh so i was kind of really off my game but haven't even throughout the day i haven't really been able to look at it because i've I've just been so busy at work right so with that being said i'm the reaction that y'all are going to get tonight or through this podcast from me is almost a live, pretty much a live reaction, right? Because I haven't been through six A. To it, I mean, I, yeah. I, I mean, did. I've looked, I've looked more than you have, because I mean, I, I'm I'm fortunate to be able to sit at a computer all day. So, whenever you texted me this morning to to say, "Hey, go look at the realignment," the thought didn't even cross my brain. And in, in, well, you know why that thought didn't cross my brain because my I've been fixated on a certain thing over the last few weeks, and I'm not going to get all into that, but I'd kind of forgotten about it. And you say, go look at it. And I brought it up and, you know, my first thoughts was, holy crap. Most definitely. Most definitely. And it was a, it was a shock factor uh, for us. Right. And we're, and we're going to dive into it and, 
I mean, yeah, we'll get to that. The 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 one that really shocked you and I. Yes, uh, and, but there was a lot of region, a lot of region flipping. There was and going on, and and it's Not a lot of district flipping. There was region flipping. No, you you're you're hundred percent correct, and you know you put together a, a good email over to me today, and if you look at it, just pulling it up, um. DeSoto opting to go up to 6A. That's kind of really well, a big stay deal. Up. Yeah, to stay up. Right. Yeah. 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 They could have. DeSoto had the number to be comfortably at 5A Division One, Right. Which they would have dominated. But we already know about DeSoto, right? They were in 6A uh, this last season and they, they already dominated yep. in 6A. So. If if I'm that coach, if I'm that superintendent, and I'm looking at that, and I'm like, I ain't going down to the five A Division One. We just wrecked the shop in in six A. We're going to stay there, right? Let's go ahead and give these kids the challenge that they that we feel like that they need, right? And we're going to stay exactly where we're at. And so no. that that was re- really huge and something that I didn't uh, didn't recognize or, or or didn't realize that. DeSoto, because we've been so fascinated on, on the numbers down here in Southeast Texas in our area. And uh, that that's kind of where our, our fixation has been, and it hasn't been across the state, right? It's been just sure. down here in Southeast Texas. Uh, Hunto, Hutto, what does it say? They they go back to what, Region, was that five? Region 4. four and, yeah. Uh, yeah, 6A Region 4, and... You know, just going back to the DeSoto, I mean, they're in uh, District 11 over there. Like you said, we don't talk about them all that much. We, we've talked about DeSoto. We've talked about Duncanville. But that district, Cedar Hill, Dallas, Skyline, DeSoto, Duncanville, Lancaster, Mesquite, Mesquite, Horn, and Waxahachie. Um, there's a few changes in that district, but I don't think very much. Um, like I said, we don't know a whole lot about those schools over there. Um, but, uh, no, Hutto – Moving over to Region 4 from Region 3, that puts them in District 25. Austin Vandergrift, Cedar Park, Vista Ridge, Hutto, Maynard, and then you've got the Round Rock schools, McNeil, Stony Point, Westwood, and then uh, Round Rock, Cedar Ridge. That that was kind of a, a, kind of a shocker there that Hutto was moving over to Region 4. Like I mentioned earlier, there was a lot of you're going to see this as we go through some some of these uh, divisions that a lot of switches were made in the region. Uh, and we're going to get to a big one whenever we get over to the 5A Division two area. Well, but, uh, and you talk, the, you know, the, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, and you talk about the regions well, just, and coming closer to where yeah. we're at. Right. You, you're you got. District 13, 14, 15, and 16 at the 6A level, right? Yeah. Those, those are all Region 2. And then you move just west of there, south and west. You got District mm-hmm. 17, 18, 19, 20, all the way through 24, which is Region 3. Right. And, and those are all within the Houston metro area. Correct. Right? Yep. That's like... I mean, even, even the... District three in that region too. That's all Houston area. That's Cleveland South, right? And then around right. Houston, because District thirteen and Region T two, um, 
you got Cleveland Conroe, Caney Creek, Grand Oaks, Conroe Oak Ridge, the Woodlands, Woodlands College Park, New Caney and Willis, which is a tough that I mean that's you look at that that's north of the Beltway, right? But right right there along 59 or 45 and 59, right? So they're all right there relatively close. Then you move into into District 14, you got Aldine, Benjamin Davis, Eisenhower, MacArthur, Nimitz, Spring, DeCaney, and Spring Westfield. So that's that's going to be a bi-district matchup, right? Division one, Division two. Whenever you look at that, and, and, and if you remember, Westfield made a big run in the playoffs this last year. And then you yep. look up at District 13. Willis had the run that they had. New Caney didn't didn't make the playoffs. But uh, the Woodlands made their little bit of run, College Park in there. So you look at that district, I, and, and what's going to be interesting about that district, and, and it stayed pretty close to the same as, as what it was, if not the same, is I'm curious to see what Willis does this year. You mentioned that last week, right? I mean, yes. we know what Willis had. We know what they're losing. So it's going to be interesting to see how they're going to fill those key holes and really try to bounce back from losing such, you know, such talent that they have. Um, but yeah, I mean, you got the Woodlands up there and, uh, you know, Caney Creek and it's, it's, uh, one of those things that, uh, that you're going to be watching very closely. I know that I'm going to be keeping an eye on it whenever we get there, but then you move on down to district 15, which is all the Klein ISD, uh, folks, Kane, Collins, Forest, Oak, Magnolia. Then you got Magnolia West, Tomball, and Tomball Memorial. Going to be an interesting uh, district. That's going to be yeah, a fun district then, to kind of keep an eye on. And, and it's not one that we really keen on, but as we're expanding with the podcasting and everything else with what we're doing, it's definitely something that we're going to work on. We got to get TT back in the box and yeah. in the hot box. He's got a lot going on. Uh, they, they got all the dirt work done at his house where they're building. And then we got the 92 inches of rain last week. So he's back. That didn't help anything. No, not at all. But uh, that's going to be a fun district uh, to watch them. Klein schools are always fun. And then Tomball and uh, Tomball Memorial has been just a really good school the last several years. So uh, going to be a fun one to watch, but moving into 16 Bridgeland, Cypress lakes, Cypress park, Cypress Ranch, Cypress Springs, Cypress Woods, Langham Creek, and Waller. So that's that out west 290 area, right, um, out of Houston for that district and wrapping up Region 2. So 15 and 16 will be by-district matchups. 13 and 14 will be the by-district matchups. You know, hear what's local for where we're at. But Excuse me, Trent. get into Region 3. Yeah, now right. now we're into Region 3, which kind of interchanges a little bit when you look at District 17 because you got Cy Fair, Cypress Creek, Cypress Falls, Cy Ridge, Houston Memorial, Houston Northbrook, Houston Stratford, and then Jersey Village that's down there right around the Beltway in 290. And in District 18, you got all the Houston ISD schools, Bel Air, Chavez, Heights, Lamar, uh, math and science tech, West Side and Wisdom. Um, you know, like you said, we don't keep up with these schools. We're going to definitely do a better job next year uh, on keeping up with that. But that's a district that uh, 
I don't know a whole lot about the, those Houston schools that much. But then in District 19, we know about these, though, and that's Katie ISD. And you got Katie Cinco Ranch, Jordan Maid Creek, Morton Ranch, Paytow. Is that how you pronounce Piato. that? Piatto. Katie Piatto. Piatto. Okay. I had it Seven wrong Lakes, for a long Taylor, time. And Tompkins. We all we know all about Katie and what they have been able to do over the last couple of decades. And uh, then you got Tompkins down there, uh, who's kind of made a showing a time or two over the last few years. But you go back and you talk about that Katie district real quick. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine high schools in that school district. When Man. Katie when Katie was that powerhouse. There was probably four or five, right? That was in that district, right? In that well, school district. It just shows district. you how how much that area is just blown up, right? Yes, it's it's it, it's crazy how much that area has grown. And I I haven't been to Katie in some time. Whistleblower keeps texting me, but uh, he's listening to our podcast from last week. But anyway, um, just how big and and it's hurt that Katie high school that was so dominant for so long. Right. Um, right. It, it's really hurt them and, and it's kind of passed the torch around, you know what I mean? So, but moving in some it, ways it has, I mean, Katie, it really, they, they've for the most part still dominated. It, it's hurt them in some areas. Um, I think, you know, especially if you look at Tompkins, you know, over the last couple of years, they've, they've been really been able to be competitive. But yeah, that many teams, nine teams in that district, one of the biggest in the state. Um, I think that uh, nine is pretty much the limit. I don't see any other districts in the state that are over that. Um, you see a couple of nine team districts as we go through. Now you uh, move in district 20. The smallest district in the state, 6A wise. Yeah. Well, besides district yeah. one, but uh, district 20, you got, what is that? A leaf. I can't see the screen that good. Um Got zoom in the three a about that? there you go the three a leaf schools uh in there and then you got houston uh strike jesuit uh lamar fulcher and then richmond foster and richmond george ranch and uh i can remember when george ranch was in the 5a level right and now here they are yeah. competing at the 6a probably be one of them that goes division two you know um out of that district but uh you know, the magic number is two, right? Win two games and you're in the playoffs there with uh Yeah, in that situation for sure. Yep. Moving over into District twenty one, you got Fort Ben Austin. There you go. Scroll up a little bit. Look at you. A whiz. You got Fort Ben Austin, Fort Ben Bush, Clements, Dulles, Elkins, High Tire, Ridge Point, and Travis, all Fort Ben ISD schools. Uh, there in 21, 22, Alvin, Alvin Shadow Creek, Manville, Pasadena Doby, Pasadena Memorial, Pasadena Rayburn, uh, South Houston, Pasadena South Houston, Pearland, and Pearland Dawson. So out of that district. Then there'll be 23 is Baytown, Goose Creek Memorial, Channel View, North Shore, Humble, Atascacita, Kingwood, Summer Creek, and C.E. King. Uh, that that district there, Atascacita, making the run that they made this last year. Summer Creek has made right. some some really big runs. I look for C.E. King to be that sleeper out of that um, out of that district that really kind of throws some shock factor out there. As that school district is really growing, that high school is growing. So uh, they're in District Twenty Three Six A, and they're by district matchups. 
will be Clute, Brazoswood, Deer Park, Dickinson, Friendswood, Clearbrook, Houston, Clear Lake. Uh, what is that? Clear Creek, Clear Falls, and yep. Clear Springs. Um, out of that district, so out of the that would be their by district round. So, um, that's at the six A level. So, lot. I mean, a lot of shake up there. You know, uh, with the way I say a lot of shake up, not really a lot of shake up, but just how that six A is going to shake out. You know, as we get ready for the twenty twenty four twenty twenty five football season football season so uh we're gonna take a quick break here in the hot box on the 590 sports show hear a word from a couple of our sponsors and we come back we're gonna dive into the 5a and down so stay tuned to the 590 sports show on text podcast media we'll be back right after this bullfrog environmental has 16 years of erosion control experience from silt fence to construction entrances we specialize in it all give us a call at 936-672-3744 or leap over and visit us on the web at bullfrogenvironmental.com. Howdy folks, Randy here. At Randy's Rubs, it is our mission to bring you a variety of mouthwatering seasonings that are sure to make the ordinary extraordinary, to make the impossible possible. Creating memories with friends and family is what is most important to us, and we hope to be the cornerstone of your meals, making memories with the ones you love most. As all of you continue on your fall sports journey, Randy's Rubs wishes each of you an incredible season, and may each of you be an All-American. Go check us out on Amazon or at randysrubs.com. It don't suck, y'all. And welcome back to the 590 Sports Show. Craig Irwin, Trent Hart here in the Hot Box, Texas Podcast Media, and the Randy's Rubs Hot Box. That's, that kind of really does have a good ring to it, Trent. I like it. Yeah. I like it. And, you know, uh, when we when we start uh, reaching out uh, to sponsors, and if you're you're wanting to be a uh, sponsor and get some advertising on the 590 Sports Show, uh, go to texaspodcastmedia.com. Uh, but we appreciate Randy's Rubs and, and, yeah, the Randy's Rub Hot Box. It don't suck, y'all. No, it don't suck. It's got a ring to it. So we, we're going to have to ring up a couple commercials and stuff. And uh, speaking of Randy, I got to call him. Because he's been supposed to get me a new commercial, he records his own for me, and uh, he needs to get he needs to get our new commercial over to us so we can uh, get it uploaded and get it in here for the spring sports and all that good stuff. But uh, yeah, Randy Shrub's hot box, it don't suck, y'all. Neither does this podcast. If you like it, tell us about it. Get on Facebook, chime in on there. I mean, there's a lot. Find us at Five Ninety Nine Sports on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Don't do a whole bunch on the Twitter. I don't personally. I uh, got a TikTok page, but uh, mainly on the Facebook, we stay pretty busy there. Uh, so uh, you can email us. You can email us at info at texaspodcastmedia.com and uh, we'll get your emails and all that good stuff. I did set up this like Google phone number, but I don't know how to work it yet. So until I learn how to operate that Google phone number, I'm not going to jack with it and I'm not going to give it out. So uh, anyway, get with us. Um, you know, we got tons of space, tons of room, you know, help grow your business, help us grow our business. And that, and that's what it's all about. Everything that we do, we put right back into all of the broadcasting that I did this last year, the money that I made there, I put right back into, uh, the five nine sports show and Texas podcast media to help grow this. So, uh, well, that's, that's how we got the, the new microphones and the, the podcast, uh, audio box and, the boom arm and cables and stuff like that. And, uh, 
it took long enough, but we got them right. And it sounds yep. so much better. Gosh, the, the, the audio last week was great. It really was. I, I listened to it and I was like, man, this sounds really, really good. And, uh, it makes a difference. So, uh, we're, we're putting everything back into, uh, I'm actually talked, I talked to my internet provider this week and got the paperwork turned into them probably be a couple more weeks, but they're going to, uh, they're going to get that fiber ran to the house and they get that ran here. Oh man. We'll be lightning fast. Well, and if I can get it over here, you know, sometime this century, I would be a happy, happy person. I, I got a solution for them. Well, what is it? I want to hear the solution. Just put a for sale sign down there on the bay and, and, and move up here to the lake. I would love to move out to the lake. Uh, you know, we got a year and a half left before I'm an empty nester. So Probably got to stick down uh, around this swamp for a little bit while longer. Uh, but yeah, the, there's only one internet provider down here. And uh, I'm kind of limited to the speeds on the internet. Uh, tried out uh, some satellite internet. I'm not going to mention a name, but uh, was unsatisfied with the inconsistency. So I had to get rid of it and return it back to them. Well, let's talk about some inconsistency here. Yeah. 5A Division One. Region three, we're going to stay right there with it um, and stay with what's relevant for us. And and Trent, he did a great job today going in and highlighting region three, kind of everything that's in our area uh, for us to be able to talk about. But district nine is kind of I-10 and south down to 45. You got Angleton, uh, Baytown, Sterling, Beaumont United, Beaumont Westbrook, Galveston Ball. They got a beautiful new stadium down there in Galveston. Mount Bellevue, Barbers Hill, and Port Arthur Memorial in that District 9. So uh, Port Arthur Memorial, that team that normally kind of makes a stone, kind of ruffles some feathers throughout the season. Going to be interesting to see this district as uh, it breaks down. And I'm I'm looking at it, and I'm kind of putting district picks in my head, Trent, as uh, I look at these districts. Well, I mean, Port Arthur the last couple years has been like kind of the front runner but last year they kind of fell off. Mount Bellevue stepped up in a big way this last season, so they might be a, a contender for that district title. Title, but uh, Galveston Ball joining in with the mix. I think that that's a that's a school that, that definitely was not in that district, and I think that they lost one. Don't ask me who off the top of my head. Uh, then you got the Beaumont schools, Angleton and Baytown. So I'm 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 leaning right now, just looking at it. I'm leaning Mount Bellevue. And Barbers Hill over and, there with them Eagles. And, and you know, Barbers Hill, the growth that they've had over there over, over the last several years and still growing out there in Mount Bellevue, especially around that 99 area, uh, that school district's just going to continue to grow. And uh, it, I wouldn't be surprised next realignment. You see, you, you possibly see Barbers Hill going uh, 6A. It's quite possible. Moving into District 10, and, and we'll talk about this a little bit more, and I see what they did, but moving into District 10, you got Galena Park. Was that Houston, Austin, Madison, yep. Milby, Sharpstown, Sterling, Waltrip, and Westbury there. So, I mean, really for Galena Park, and for those that are new listening, Galena Park and North Shore, they're in the same school district. Galena Park High School is literally downtown Galena Park. And then North Shore's right. out towards the Beltway off of Wood, Wood Forest, right? I mean, as a crow flies, it's about two miles from North Shore High School to C.E. King's High School. It's not very far at all. 
maybe two, maybe three miles tops. It's like Highway 90 is the divider between the two. Then you move over to District 11, which kind of, I don't understand this. Yeah, there's I, I do, that I, one's a little weird. So Crosby, and, and I guess is for where Crosby's at, it's not right there on I-10, right? Right. It's on 90. But you got Crosby, Fort Bend, Kipner, Friendswood, Houston Spring Woods, Kingwood Park, LaPorte, Porter, and Pasadena. In that Park, that's the team that I was I was searching for earlier that was in that uh Barbers Hill district, right? Yes. So, so they that's, moved that's them over. The one. Yeah. They moved them over. Crosby that is a that's a question mark. I mean, I don't know why it's got to be the simple fact that they're over there off 90 kind of 1960-ish, right? So right. they're thinking they're throwing them in Porter. They, you had to get Porter and Kingwood Park in that mix. So it's like, we'll bring Crosby over there, and then we'll put the rest of these together. And it's just, you know, there's a lot of tra- there's a little bit of traveling in that. You know what I mean? But then Friendswood, Friendswood being in there, you would think that they could put Friendswood over there and, and Barber, just say Barber's Hill over in. Yeah, that could have been switched. I mean, that... There, there are some things that they could have switched here that could have probably made things a little bit better right. on travel. But if you think about it, if you look at some of these schools that uh, that do have to travel that have made, you know, some moves around the state, um, I think I put it in the bottom of the email, Cherokee to Pawnee, that's, that's a 211-mile journey. That's crazy. For them. Lufkin to Cleburne, 195 miles. Cleburne to Longview, 180 miles. Victoria to Kerrville. 180 miles so really if you think about it it's really probably not that bad no it's not but lufkin the traveling's not not a surprise for lufkin is as last year they spent all of their time every other weekend in dallas right um right rumor was they were getting mail up there uh between dallas and north mesquite so lufkin's lufkin's got a road trip surely they surely they got some nice buses or something that them kids are riding on uh, in order to go, but that, that is, that, that's, that's a lot of miles. Let's go into five, a division two. Get that. Yeah. Point. Five, a division two. There's, I mean, we're starting to get in a little bit more meat and potatoes, but uh district eight, and this is a region two. This is, this is something that I think you and I touched on, on Dayton being yes. in region two. So you got Dayton, Huntsville, Montgomery, Montgomery, Lake Creek, Nederland, New Caney, West Fork, Fort Natchez, Groves, and Splendora. So, and this is one of the biggest splashes I think that the UIL made, and that's putting PNG in the same region as South Oak Cliff. No, that is big. That means you're going to have a huge regional matchup with PNG and South South Oak Cliff. But let's talk about this Splendor. Splendor is moving from 4A to 5A Division Two, right? Right. Had a coaching change, fresh off the press last night, Tuesday night at board meeting. They accepted the nomination for head football coach. Brandon Cross is the new football coach there at Splendora ISD. He is a Beaumont native coming from Bloomington back to Splendora, down to Splendora to uh, take the head coaching job. Talked to uh, provost down there, 
just briefly said, uh, you know, the word on the street, he's got a lot of high, real high energy and uh, a lot of high expectations, uh, you know, for the program. But I mean, what coach doesn't have high energy and high expectations for a program moving into a school, a new school, right? Okay. It's the only way to be. I mean, if you think, God, we're going to suck, why are you going to take that job anyway, right? But um, so anyway, he, he's a Beaumont native. I looked him up on social media uh, a little bit when I had some spare time uh, earlier today. So uh, that's the big news is last week we were talking about a lot of the coaching carousel that's been going on. And, and uh, you know, I think he probably had it. And we talked about this um possibility of this district lining up and i wish we would i would have had some more time work's just been crazy to compare or have the mock realignment pulled up to compare to what it actually came out to yeah yeah either that or the the old uh district alignment i guess we could have brought that up too but uh, a little bit of shakeup over there uh dayton i'm sure that they're looking to write the ship for sure um but like i mentioned earlier I mean, PNG and South Oak Cliff have met in the last two state championship games, right? Right. I think this was by this was by design when you when, when you're thinking about the, how the UIL went about this, right? Right. I I honestly don't think that they wanted that matchup again for a third straight year, and they're like, hey, how can we do this? And this was the solution. And there's a lot. Fort there's a lot of traveling involved for Port Natchez Groves, right? Oh, Every is. other week. But here's the deal. This is something that we haven't talked about. Remember Huntsville? They're in this district. They were yeah. a young team last year that made a splash throughout the season and, and, and won some quality games, made, made it into the playoffs, went a couple rounds. Huntsville is going to be a team to kind of watch along with Montgomery Lake Creek. So it's going to be a tough – it's not a cakewalk, right? This no, district, and you got Lake Creek, you got Huntsville – PNG and Dayton. I mean, and you can't take Nederland out of the equation either. They're greedy down there. Oh, definitely. They 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 kind of bounce back and forth between making runs and 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 falling back, and then they'll rebuild and then make another run. Well, they got a new uh, the coach district. coming in this year, right? So that's going to kind of shake things up. So it's going to be de- be something to really keep an eye on uh, with the Nederland Bulldogs. Let's talk about Moving dist- over to District Nine. Yeah, yes. I mean Alvin, Iowa Colony, Baytown, Lee, Fort Bend, Marshall. That's another team I think that made a move. Richland, Richmond, Randall, Rosenberg, Lamar, Consolidated, Rosenberg, Terry, Santa Fe, and Texas City. Um, outside of Fort Bend, Marshall, I don't know a whole lot about the other teams. I mean, I've I've seen them as we were going through scores maybe this last season, but. Uh, I can't really pick this one out of a hat if I wanted to. Yeah, no, I couldn't either. I know Fort Bend Marshall is one that we've always we've talked about, and they've had, they've made some big runs, missed the playoffs this last year, uh, but historically years prior have made some big runs. And if you haven't made a run over to randysrubs.com, you suck. No, not really. I'm joking, but it don't suck. So y'all go visit our good friends over at randysrubs, randysrubs.com. If you got any environmental work needs to be done, erosion control anything like that hit our boys up at bullfrog environmental bullfrogenvironmental.com so we're going to take a break here on the 590 sports show hear a word from a couple sponsors we come back we're going to get down into 4a and 3a texas high school football in february you're listening to 590 sports show on texas podcast media 
Howdy folks, Randy here. At Randy's Rubs, it is our mission to bring you a variety of mouthwatering seasonings that are sure to make the ordinary extraordinary, to make the impossible possible. Creating memories with friends and family is what is most important to us, and we hope to be the cornerstone of your meals making memories with the ones you love most. As all of you continue on your fall sports journey, Randy's Rubs wishes each of you an incredible season, and may each of you be an All-American. Go check us out on Amazon or at randysrubs.com. It don't suck, y'all. Bullfrog Environmental has 16 years of erosion control experience. From silt fence to construction entrances, we specialize in it all. Give us a call at 936-672-3744 or leap over and visit us on the web at bullfrogenvironmental.com. And welcome back to the 590 Sports Show. Craig Irwin, Trent Hart in the Hotbox Texas Podcast Media in the 590 Sports Show. And uh, Trent, we've covered 6A, 5A Division One, Division Two. The only place to go is down from there. 4A Division One. This is our this is our meat and potatoes right here, right? At the 4A. Yeah, level. yeah we kind of touched. We got it. Stepped in the door on on 5A Division Two, but now we're really getting in into the weeds here. Uh, starting with District Ten, Region Three, and this is the one that we've been talking about, right? Yes, this Bridge is City. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, so this is early on at the end of the football season. There was two schools that opted to move up, and it was Bridge City and um, Hardin Jefferson. Both of those schools opted to move up, and they were in that district with um, Hampshire Finette and um, Jasper Silsby, West Orange Star. Right. I mean, it, it, it was a tough district. Well. Sure. So they opted to move up, and um, so they got put over here in this district. And I think it's a, it's a, it's a pretty decent district overall, right? I think so. So you got Bridge City and Hardin Jefferson, then Huffman, Liberty, Livingston, Lumberton, uh, Little Cypress, and Vider in that district. Yeah, and you, yeah, and you, you look at. Uh, I'm looking at the numbers right now. And just to give everybody an idea on what the gap is, Vider has twelve hundred and fifty-eight students. They are the they're the biggest school in that district, followed by Lumberton with one thousand two hundred and forty-two. Huffman has one thousand one hundred sixty-four. Livingston has one thousand one hundred fifty-seven. LCM one thousand fifteen. Bridge City nine hundred and forty-one. And then you get here comes the big gap. Arden Jefferson has 782 students yeah, and then Liberty man. has 739. Wow. So there's a, there's a huge gap there. And that's, that's what you get for, for opting up out of division two up to division one. And I understand why they did it right. They wanted to get out of that murderer's row of a district that they were in. No, you're but, exactly right. But what it opened up for, is is just heartbreaking really and we'll talk about that here in a few minutes but uh that district 10 and if and if you look at that district the lumberton livingston uh little cypress vider you know you pulled out huffman you pulled out splendor falls out of there right right uh added liberty hardin jefferson and and bridge city and that but last year that district was so just kind of wide open and stagnant you know what i'm saying and uh, so it's going to be interesting. I, I'm I'm going to be curious and really watch this district. Is you know I do the oh, yeah. do the radio show there on 102.3 The Eagle, 
they they carry Livingston Lion football and and uh, Brian Besh and I we we talk a lot of Livingston Lion football on over there on that 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 radio show and uh, I get the opportunity to do some Livingston games so uh, I mean really the shakeup there is and it's not really a shakeup is the Liberty Harden Jefferson Bridge City but uh, I think that district's going we to be a little bit it and we knew yeah. it was going to happen it wasn't you know? a surprise i think it's a good district though i think it's I, really i think it's better for livingston you know with that matchup and it makes that district a little bit more competitive it definitely does and i think it i think it makes for a better uh conversation when we talk about this particular district than it was last year don't you think yes no i, I really do i think so um Let's move over to District 11. That's HISD schools, Fur, Cashmere, yeah. North Forest, Northside, Scarborough, Washington. Was that Wheatley? Uh, yeah. Worthing and Yates out of District 11. Biggest district, well, one of the two district, biggest districts in uh, 4A Division One. Yes. And in District 12, you got Fort Bend Crawford, Fort Bend Willow Ridge, Freeport, Brazosport, Navasota, Needville, and Stratford. Navasota is that job that came open here a couple of weeks ago that we didn't really talk on. We talked about it last week, but it's going to be interesting to see what uh, Navasota does up there. You know, that it's kind of a spread out district, a lot of traveling. I mean, Navasota to Neville is a decent little drive. And then you think about all the Fort Bend schools. Um, so uh, going to be an interesting district. Let's move over to 4A Division Two. Well, before we go to 4A Division Two, I just wanted to bring up something. And this is some of the news that was coming out of 4A. Uh, Stephenville moves back to Region 1 uh, against the longtime rival Brownwood. We talked about Brownwood yes. and Stephenville quite a bit this last season. They're in District 4, and that is a five-team district. That's not the biggest thing that I see glaring off the, the screen. District 3, Andrews Big Screen Pecos, San Angelo Lakeview. That is a four-team district. Everybody's going. Everybody's, Everybody's going. going. Yep. Let's give them. So you are just. It's all practice then. Let's let's give them a participation trophy. Or I just I, I don't understand that. I I, I really don't. I, I don't either. Especially whenever you broke down the mileage right earlier, and yeah. and and look, we all know that's that's all no man's land out there. There's there's a lot. It is. There's a lot of oil field equipment and and trailer houses that oil field roughnecks live in right uh that's what's out there in that area i mean it's they had to have narrowed it down to that just strictly due to the travel right well it had to be it had to be so which I, I commend them for to a degree but at the same time you're left with the 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 crap sandwich of of four teams in one district and just everybody's going, right going. into the playoffs yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Now, now they're they're thinking about Brownwood, Burnett, Lampasas, Marble Falls, and Stephenville. You know, going into the going into the playoffs. So, and it's who's going to be the weaker of the four, right? Um, or the five out of District Four, and who are we going to place? But we didn't talk about District Nine out of Region Three: Henderson, Kilgore, no, Lindale, Longview, Pine Tree. Maybank, Palestine, and Tyler Chapel Hill. Palestine's coaching job just came open here a week ago after our podcast. Palestine jobs came open. So uh, that's going to be an interesting district. You kind of 
kind of lean to Chapel Hill to kind of run that, but you can't you can't count Kilgore out. No, you can't. And it was Kilgore who shook everything up last year out of that district. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And so uh, we talked about we've talked about that district a lot last year. Yes, we did. And that that's the beauty of all this. Five A or excuse me, four A Division One. What's relevant Division for two. us? Division two. Remember us talking about them schools moving up? Opting oh, up. Oh yeah. Well, here's who gets the short end of the stick is Tarkington and Shepherd. Shepherd turned yeah. in six hundred and fifty something students. Tarkington, what were they? Just like over four hundred? I've got it right here. Tarkington turned in five hundred and fifty two. Okay. Shepherd turned in six hundred and thirty, according to the screen here. I don't know if that's right. I thought it was more than that, but I could go back and look at the my messages with Miles. Six hundred and thirty and a half is what is what's shown on my screen. Six hundred and twenty students for Hampshire Finette. So Shepherd is bigger than Hampshire Finette. And now if you would have told me that a few weeks ago, I would have told, told you you're a liar. You're a liar. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. West Orange Stark, 656. Jasper, 673. And then a huge jump to Silsby, who just barely skins by 825. So let's talk about this. You and I did a Shepherd Franklin game, and we yep. watched Shepherd play. And, it, and, and look, Shepherd battled for the first half with, with Franklin. I, sure. I will say they battled the first half. Uh, it was a hard fought game. It was very physical and, and, uh, Shepard just didn't have the depth. Um, so we seen, that. we seen Shepard against state championship football team and they played solid for the first half. Um, Tarkington, you, you seen Tarkington this, this last year. I didn't. Uh, yeah, we, we, I've, well, I've seen targets in the last, what, four years. Right. And it's, it's, uh, one of those things that, uh, you can't help, but feel sorry for them. No, you're, you're a hundred percent correct. I, I do. I feel bad for him. I, and whistleblower and I, we talked about it, uh, today and I'm just going to throw him under the bus. He said, Tarkington's going to go zero and five in district. I said, so you're a going, possibility. I said, you're going on a limb and telling me right now that Tarkington does not win a district game. And he sat there for a minute and uh, he says, well, and this is all coming from him and he's, and he's right on this. He said, I go back and Shepard's JV won the district. And was Shepard, Shepard was so young last year. They were a young football team. If you go back and you remember looking oh, yeah. at the roster, they were so young. So here they are, they're jumping up to that 4A division two level in, 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 Coach Robinson, I love him to death, because in Coach Furman, he he coaches here at the Little League ballpark in Cold Spring. I was talking to him. He said, "Man, we just we just figure out how to do what we can with what we got to work with." He said, "That's that's just all we can do," and and he's right. And and they find ways to win. And but what whistleblower was telling me was Shepherd's JV went undefeated this last year beat everybody in the district he said he told me he said with those kids coming up to the varsity level and the young kids that they had that were underclassmen that were playing at the varsity level last year he said they're going to be a little bit better he thinks that they're going to be a little bit better than what people think well there is there were a scrappy football team anyway yes right and i think that 
I think that, you know, Shepard, I'm not going to sit here and say they're going to make the playoffs, but I think that they pull off a couple of district wins next year. Well, here's the deal. As you think about it, you got to win one game and you're in the playoffs, right? That's a six-team district. Yeah, that's that's right. So it's, you, it's basically you, who's who's playing for that fourth spot, and that's right. You know, you beat Tarkington, and, and you're in, right? If you're a Shepherd Pirate, and let's remember, they got Preston Stevenson that rushed for over a thousand yards last, just over a thousand yards last year. So they're in Shepherd. So he he was just a sophomore, maybe a junior. I can't remember. So he he's scrappy and and he doesn't look like like it but got some speed to him we watched him against franklin you know in that game that we did i seen shepherd twice last year the cold spring game battle of san jacinta and then turn around and did the shepherd franklin game on top of you literally and you know the kids got some speed they're gritty up front in the trenches so it's going to be interesting to see, and it's going to be a team that somebody like Jasper or maybe Hampshire, I, I would maybe Jasper or West Orange Stark may take for granted. They a b- might. bunch of podunk um, kids over off 59. We're fixing to show them and take that game lightly, and then next thing you know, Shepard slips in there and, and upsets them. I mean, it's, it's, it's quite possible, depending on, depending on a multitude of factors, uh, but you can't help but think – you know, Silsby, Hampshire, Finette, Jasper, West oh. Orange, Stark out of that district. I mean, because that's the way it ended up this last season. Right. But you're right. West Orange, Stark, or a Jasper, or even a Hampshire, Finette. I don't know what Hampshire, Finette's losing as far as upperclassmen go. Um, who knows what could happen there? And it, it as always, District 9 out of this, you know, 4A Division Two is going to be a, a focus of ours come next season yeah it is and i'm gonna tell you what i'm not gonna lose if i notice that i got a little bit of erosion going on i'm not going to be losing any dirt you know why because i'm gonna call bullfrog environmental i'm gonna give them a call i'm gonna talk to them i'm gonna call them at 936-672-3744 say hey i need y'all get out here and look at this see what we can do so uh my, my yard's washing away and they're going to come out and they're going to put a, give us a solution. They're going to throw some silt fence up. They're going to do whatever we need to do, especially after that rain that we had last week, they're going to hook you up. So uh, don't forget our friends over there at Bullfrog Environmental. You can reach them at 936-672-3744. We're going to take a break here on the 590 Sports Show. Dive into 3A after this. You're listening to the 590 Sports Show on Texas Podcast Media. We'll be back right after this. Howdy folks, Randy here. At Randy's Rubs, it is our mission to bring you a variety of mouthwatering seasonings that are sure to make the ordinary extraordinary, to make the impossible possible. Creating memories with friends and family is what is most important to us, and we hope to be the cornerstone of your meals, making memories with the ones you love most. As all of you continue on your fall sports journey, Randy's Rubs wishes each of you an incredible season, and may each of you be an All-American. Go check us out on Amazon or at randysrubs.com. It don't suck, y'all. Welcome back to the 590 Sports Show. Craig Irwin, Trent Hart, and the Hot Box Text Podcast Media right here. I'm in Cold Spring. Trent's actually in his hot box down there in Anahuac, Texas. Is uh, 
Thank God for Zoom. I think I'm going to just call mine the Swamp Box. The Swamp. We got the Hot Box and the Swamp Box. We need to get we need to get Porter's Processing in, on board. Yeah, the the Porter's Processing Swamp Box is not a bad ring to it either. It it really don't. Sp- little studio sponsor on both sides, right? And uh, right. and dude, could you imagine? Going and picking up some gear from down there at Porter's Meat Processing and getting some well, of them. I tell you where they, they I, I tell you where you can get some, uh, and it's at the at their Crawfish Hideaway location in Anawak. Um, some Porter's Processing uh, sausage that they make in house there. The uh, the gator bites that they that they have, and that's straight from their the Porter's Processing. It's. Uh, Really, really delicious. And if any of y'all get toward the east side and down here or the swamp, be sure to stop stop by uh, the Crawfish Highway. Dude, but take some of that meat from Porter's Processing and then get online and order some of that seasoning from Randy's Rubs. You're talking about a combination. There you go. Talking about a combination. Here's another combination. 3A Division One. This is what we've been waiting on. Man. This is oh, I mean it's this it's, is where we're it, at. This is the 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 uh the atomic bomb went off. Yes. Whenever, whenever cuz I went straight to it. I didn't look at any of the rest of the districts whenever you texted yep. me this morning. I went straight to 3A Division 1. And you know we talked this morning on the way to work. You and I did. And yeah. we did not even yeah. talk about district realignment. I was like, I forgot it was even Thursday. Yeah, didn't even mention it on the way into work yeah. and Again, I've been fixated, and you know what I've been fixated on, but yes, it, it's it's. I mean, blew my mind. This blew my mind, but we're gonna we'll get there. We're gonna start over here in District Seven, just because of our old boy up there, No Grimes. Oh Joe, right? oh Sleepy Joe, oh Sleepy Joe, and he he kind of got a, a a bomb laid in their lap up there in District Seven. That's Commerce. Is it Eustace? Eustace. Eustace, okay. The, the E silent. But but here comes the the state champion Malakoff. Yes. Dropping in there with Mineola, Mount Vernon, Reigns, and Winsboro. So Winsboro made a run last year. Made a pretty deep run. And uh and their I believe their quarterback graduates this year, which was kind of the bread and butter of that program. So Winsboro, according to Sleepy Joe, they're gonna be a little bit down. Um coming in this year. And I haven't talked to Joe about this realignment or anything, uh, this week today. I've been too busy. I haven't talked to him all week, actually, but, um, yeah. And I, and I feel like this three, a division one was probably one of the biggest shakeups, right. Overall, uh, in all of the districts, it was the biggest, it was the biggest shakeup to us. Right. Yeah. I I think that they, they mentioned Malakoff, you know, that, that, that shakeup. Right. But overall, 3A didn't didn't make as big of a splash as some of the, you know, upper echelon teams. Uh, but, no, that Malakoff landing in District 7 was a big deal. No, it really was. But moving into Region 3, here's where our shakeup is. Out of District 9, what I've known as District 9 for the last several years, Crockett, oh. Dieball, Huntington, Palestine-Westwood, Col- um, Fairfield, and Teague. So they took yeah. this district and just completely split it 
and went a total different direction than what anybody thought. I didn't even think this. I didn't even think this is how it was going to play out. Right. No, we were talking about scenarios and how, where Franklin was going to land. And we thought that Franklin was going to land in district nine. That's where the mock draft or the mock uh, realignment had them. And and, And then all of a sudden we get Fairfield and Teague thrown in there. Right. Just kind of really just throws us for a loop. It makes somewhat sense, right? With the Palestine Westwood and and with what they did, they stayed up die ball north, right? And held all Mm -hmm. of those together. It's a, it's a short drive through the woods going either way. District 10. Here we go. Anahuac, Buna, East Chambers, Hardin, Kirbyville, Orangefield, Cold Spring. We were trying to figure out, and we had it, and we talked about it off the air, right? You and I just in yep. conversation and text and everything else, kind of figured Franklin, my, I, I, I did. I figured Franklin and maybe Mahaya moving over in the district with knowing Shepard and Tarkington's moving, right? Shepard's moving out. Woodville dropped down out of, out of Cold Springs District to 3A Division Two. So, so that's what kind of made sense. And if you go back to what, three, four years ago, that's what that district was. You had Franklin in there. Um, I remember driving out there to a game and pulling up and it was a seven o'clock kick. And I got there at six 55 to get set up. I was told it was seven 30 and it was ended up being seven. So, but with that being said, this district right here, one, it ties you and I a lot closer together than what we were and a lot more to talk about. Right to elaborate oh, man, on this it's, district it's, 10 it's gonna be the the podcasts next season yes. during football are gonna be insane speaking and, of go ahead i'll, I'll, well, I'll come back I'm just, on it. I'm, I'm i'm laughing to myself because i know that uh there's gonna be a lot of back and forth especially when, when you get tt back in the hot box um yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm back to calling Anahuac games and y'all are back to calling Cold Spring games. And uh, we there was already enough trash talk just being in opposing districts. Yeah. Now, now that we're in the same. Gonna un, it's going to be unchained. Seven-team district for this group. It's going to be interesting. I'm not going to throw my opinions out there because there's stuff no. that I know and or have been told. I don't know how factual – all of it is. I feel like that it's about 99.9%, but I'm not throwing it out there. Yep. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens and that, well, see I how mean, this district, district goes. That's, I mean, that, it's a tough district. Super I mean, tough. And I'm not just saying it because it's you and I. I'm saying it because Herbieville was a pretty daggum good football team last yep. year. They're on the rise. They they are. They were pretty young, and they they – Jumped out when nobody thought that they were going to. Yep. East Chambers is very consistent. Yep. Orangefield is new coach. Yep. Obviously, new coach over there in Orangefield. Right. Not sure how much they lost on the upperclassmen side. We'll find out. Arden, they were kind of salty. Gave some teams a little bit of trouble. Gave Anahuac a little bit of trouble. Anahuac had, you know, the the things that going on that were the distraction and the things that went on in the preseason and losing the two kids off of the team understandably so they're going to be trying to ride the ship Buna was a team that everybody was expecting to run over that district not so much right we'll see how they bounce back and then you're adding cold spring in the mix who i felt like was a team that should have made the playoffs over there in district nine 
based on everything that we had talked about, I had them pick going into the playoffs, uh, had some good football games and just kind of got the short end of the stick and missed out. But that's not a bad district how it's shaped up. So here's, here's, here's what's hard about this. And we're going to go in next year, you know, in September and we're, and we're trying to pick a, pick districts, right. Uh, on who's going to win, who's going to go to the playoffs. You know, we just, it's what we do, but you got Buna getting a new head coach. You got Orangefield getting a new head coach. So the stability that you have is Kirbyville, Harden, East Chambers, Anahuac, and Cold Spring, right? As we're now. So anything can change come what June 6th or whenever contract date is. Um, so who knows what's going to happen towards the end of the season school year, I guess I should say what's going to happen sure. come the end of the school year. You may have more coaching changes that you don't know about. That's not even on the radar and just boom, all of a sudden there it is. And it's like, everybody right. gets that shock factor, right? That very well could happen. And it happens a lot. Uh, more than what most people think we, you know, you have two phases. One, you have the, the December, January phase where you have a lot of jobs come open. And then you have the May, the June, July phase where, oh, crud, we didn't know that was going to happen. And and then now you're scrambling to find a coach uh, to lead the program. So it uh, happens every year, every year. Let's talk about District 11. This is going to be yeah. pretty salty. Cameron Yo, yeah, Franklin, Little River Academy, McGregor, Rockdale, Troy is what shapes up District 11. Well, we know all about Franklin, yep. right? We 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 know the history on them. We've, yeah, yeah. We 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 know the history there. What they've been able to do went to the state finals this last year and and came up a little short. Cameron Yo, a team that story program that is tra- traditionally yeah storied program, and then you got Little River Academy over there who made some noise this last season. Yep, you got Rockdale so, who's been a story program in the past. I know has sure. given Cold Spring a run for their money a number of times through the playoffs. They're out of District Eleven, and then Troy. I don't know much about Troy, other than he's one of my T-ball coaches. Yeah, I don't. I don't know much about Troy either. Um, another six team district there. Uh, and then you're going to go into a, a five team district in district 12, uh, not a whole lot of shake up there, but Columbus, Hallettsville, Hempstead, Hitchcock, and Yoakum. Uh, we know about Columbus and Hitchcock and we we've seen Yoakum try to make, uh, uh, some pushes here and there too. Uh, but, uh, no, that's a, that's a one win and you're in type of deal too. Let's jump into three, uh, a division two real quick as uh, we get yeah. impressed on the time in this segment here, trying to hold everything down to about 15 if I can. So in region three, three, a division two, you got four districts, nine, 10, 11, and 12, right? Our focus is what's close to us. District 12, you got Anderson, Shiro, Kuntz, New Waverly, Newton, Trinity, Warren, Woodville dropping down to three, a division two, on this realignment. So uh, really you kind of, you focus what makes this district competitive is the Newton and the Woodville, right? Um, Right. New Waverly's on the rise student wise. And I think the realignment really favored them this year. I think the next realignment is when New Waverly is going to make that jump up to that three, a division one and, or possibly up to four, a division two, 
depending on the way they, they shake numbers out. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do, but their by-district matchup is going to be District 11, ARP, Buffalo, New Diana, Elkhart, London, West Rusk, Troop, and Winona. Yeah, and you you look at District 12. Was Trinity in that district last year? I don't think yes, they were. Yes, they were. They were. Yes. Okay. So you look at Trinity, 366 students, Woodville 364. We already talked about Woodville dropping down. Yep. Warren 348, Lutz 333, New Waverly 330, Newton 278, and Anderson Shiro 278. So Woodville and Trinity, the obvious big schools there, but not the big factors. District. Newton, yeah, but not the big factors. We know we know what Newton is every single year, uh, but it is like you said, going to come down to Trinity. I mean, uh, to Newton and in Woodville when it comes to this district. Yeah, no, it is, and and it's a game that Newton Woodville game is a game that we've been looking at, you know, pre district wise, the whole nine yards, you know, with with Woodville and Newton. So now it really matters right here in oh definitely in district so i'm going to be i'm going to be excited to watch how that district shapes out so we're going to take a quick break we're going to hit 2a here in this next segment of the 590 sports show here on texas podcast media we'll be back right after this bullfrog environmental has 16 years of erosion control experience from silt fence to construction entrances we specialize in it all give us a call at 936 672 3744 or leap over and visit us on the web at bullfrogenvironmental.com. Welcome back to the 590 Sports Show. Craig Irwin, Trent Hart, Craig in the hot box of Texas Podcast Media here in Cold Spring, Texas. Trent, where are you in the Swamp Bowl? Swamp box, swamp box down there in the swamp of Anahuac, in the swamps of Anahuac, Texas. What's better than swamp ass, I suppose. Yeah, that ain't no lie. (laughs) That ain't no lie. That's coming this summer with a lot of softball when you're umpiring. Oh, man. Don't even want to think about it right now. 2A Division One is where we're at. So we talked about the big shakeup over in 3A, right? And uh, so you look at 3A Division One, Region 3, right? District 11-12 is kind of where we're going to hang out. Garrison, Hemp Hill, Joaquin, St. Augustine, Shelbyville, Timpson, defending state Timpson champion. Timpson moves over. Timpson. Man, that, that, that district looks tough. You're just glancing at it. Yeah, no, it and really I'm, does. I'm saying, I mean, St. Augustine, we talked about St. Augustine, I think, last week when we were talking about the, uh, the mock realignments and yep. how young they were and how speedy they were. I got to see them last year, and I have a feeling that San Augustine, and of course, Simpson's going to be in there, and then you got Hemphill and Garrison. I mean, it's that district looks good. Looks paper looks really good. Looks pretty juicy. District twelve: Centerville, Corgan, Groveton, Hearn, Jewett, Leon, and Normandy. Pretty much same look that you seen last year, right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, pretty much same district. Groveton's looking for a head coach. Um, Corden Cannon, Coach Ratliff over there. Uh, we're going to get him on the show here in uh, the coming weeks. And uh, 
things slowed down for him. Football season's over. I'm going to get him in there. So uh, talk to him about this district. As, as it's, it's pretty much a repeat, but as young as what Corgan was last year, I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do this year. And, you know, and we go back and you talk about the Corgan-Cold Spring game last year. As that was that wake-up game, Corgan had suffered a couple losses, and then they come back out in the second half and really played some good football. And it's like the light bulb came on, and then, they, you know, Corgan battled and fell off, fell off a little bit short um, at the end of the day. So I, I look for Corgan to rebound this year. Moving into Conference 2A, Division 2, Region 3, District 11, you got Alto, Cushing, Grapeland, Love Lady, Mount Enterprise, Overton, and Tenahaw. A little bit of traveling yeah. up there in the Piney Woods. Yeah, a little bit of traveling there. We 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 like them Love Lady lines. We like talking about them, right? And they've made some great runs. Um, I'm looking I'm looking at Tenahaw and and wondering because that's a that's a team that I've heard many many times yes. over the years. And uh, story so that's, program. That's a team that I'm, yeah, that's a team. That's a team I'm going to be watching in that district, along of course with with the Lions and uh, you go down to District 12, which will be the by district matchup: Homus Nil, Deweyville, Evadell, Sabine Pass, Saratoga, West Hargan, West Harden, which is just West Harden, West Sabine, and Hull Dayzetta. Isn't that the West Harden Oilers? Isn't that their name? Let me get over to it. I'm not sure. Um, yes, uh, I don't know, but West Harden, 178 kids, West Sabine, 158, Louisville, 153, Sabine Pass, 136, Comas Nil, 108, Dell 106, and Hold Day Zeta, 101. So West Harden, the biggest district and our biggest, uh, school in that district. Talk about Swampland. That's West Harden out there. I mean, they're just, they're just a tad higher than what you are down there in Anahuac, but Good little district. Good little district. I'm looking forward to it. Not bad. Looking forward to it. So, in closing, what else you got? Well, I got got some 1A here. Yep. Chester. And that's just, uh, yeah. Chester Chester Highland, Highland. Burkeville, Apple Springs. They're in District 12, 1A, six-man football. Yeah, that's the closest. I think that's the closest six-man district that we have. And, I mean, Highland, right down the road here from Winnie, um, you know, we, we might touch a little bit more on some six A. We talked a little bit of six A. I mean, one uh, A during uh during the uh, podcast this last season, some some six man football. But uh, no, that's uh that's uh, there was some shake up there in in six man. If you follow six man football, uh, Gordon landing in District Thirteen, uh, that was the state champion over there. If you go down to the Division Two, uh, Strawn moves over a story program over there, and Strawn moves over to a four-man district with Moran, Throckmorton, and Woodson. And uh, they're like, man, what, what what towns? Do those even exist? Right, exactly. I, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at this list. And I'm like, man, I haven't heard of, you know, really any of these. You know, whenever, Hardly any. Whenever I look at them, I mean, and they're just so, so small. And I tell you what, we're going to put it on our bucket list that this next year we're going to attend a six-man game. It may well, be I mean, a playoff. We We're going to go. Take a road yeah, trip. Yeah, we should take it a little further. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do a six-man playoff game. Deal. We can do that. That would be, that would be pretty sweet. And and if if I had my choice, it would it would be over there in Region Four. And these are the these are the names that I 
recognize because I grew up in the area and that's, you know, your blanket Zephyr Richland Springs story program, Richland Springs. If you don't know Richland Springs, if you follow six man football, you live in a hole. Panther Creek's another one. Uh, then you got, uh, you know, May and, and a few of those others that are in district one along with Jonesboro and Lomita. And that, I mean, there's just, there's so many, you know, I would love to do if, if Gordon played May, I would be all over it. That sounds like a country song, <laughs> but you know, we got a game, we got a game, a six man game. That's going to be right here in the backyard, right? Chester and high Island. Yeah. That's going to be, uh, we're, we're put that in the notes. We're going to, we're going to look and see when that game is. Maybe we could get lucky and it fall on one of our, on a bye week or maybe be a Saturday game or something. And we can go watch that. That'd be cool. That would be, That'd cool, be cool to go do that. But let's talk about something. We, you know, we kind of broke after right there at the Christmas break and, and we talked about, we had our state championship pickums, right. That was on brought to you by Randy's rubs. And uh, Terry Mills won that off the Facebook uh, picks, right? And uh, he got his Randy's rubs. But you and I had a little bet, Trent. I thought you forgot. No, I don't forget free food, bub. I didn't get fat for no reason. I like to eat. Yeah, I I owe you a steak dinner. It was supposed to be a Taste of Texas. You owe Uh, me and Rachel a steak dinner. Are we going to have to share a steak or are we going to get to get our own? Each. Yeah, I mean, we'll, what we'll do is we'll we'll get one plate. You get to share one steak. Get to share one steak. Cut the potato in half. Okay. I mean, um, so I just had no, to bring I, it up because we didn't we we didn't really talk about the bet at the end of that podcast. We didn't talk about no, our no because I was I was a little I was a little butt hurt over losing by one game. And uh, I mean, what I do go eight and two. Yeah, it was something like that. I might went seven and three and. Um, those are pretty good we, records. I mean, both I of them. No, we did well. Yeah. I mean, when you sat down, when we sat down, I wish Toby would have been here. Cause I would like to have heard his pickums, you know, for, for overall for the state championships, because he's, he's really knowledgeable and, and, you know, we all sounded dumb at the beginning of the season and we sounded really smart at the end of the football season, <laughs> whenever we were throwing them pickums out there, but it, yeah, uh, our district, our district picked think up the world and then we get to the the state uh finals and did pretty decent yeah we did it 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 was really good and and brought a lot of insight to everybody else on how we pick and and what we look at and everything else and and uh when you stay true to the analytics of the game and the stats and such uh, versus uh going off a gut feelings trend and in your heart and your emotion is what made you go seven and three well, yeah, the uh, the North Shore game. Yes, that's that's the one I think that really, really uh, bit you a good scale. One. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So, but uh, we had a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Appreciate Randy's Randy over there at Randy's Rubs for uh, picking up that tab on that deal, uh, with the seasoning and stuff, and then a uh, five nine in sports shirt. Uh, we'll see you at the game. We still got a few of those left. If you're interested in one, um, hit us up on Messenger or email us at info at Texas Podcast Media. We'll get you hooked up. $25 shipped to you. $20 if we meet up and I drop it off to you. So uh, we got a few of those left. So uh, get your hands on them. We're going to get some more made. We're Sounds like we need to get a hot box, swamp box shirt made. So uh, it's kind of got a good ring to it. 
Yeah, they might make a good shirt. They may. We'll see. But uh, that's going to be a wrap for the 590 Sports Show this week here on Texas Podcast Media. Appreciate each and every one of y'all tuning in on all the major streaming networks. And uh, if you're out there, you own a business looking to grow, want to answer, you like you like what you hear and want to be a part of it, uh, get with us. Email us at info at texaspodcastmedia.com. Uh, we'd love to get re- with you and visit about some rates and see what we can do to uh, to help you grow your business and support a great little high school sports podcast that uh, I think is great that Trent and I put out. Pretty good. Yeah. I guess it depends on it. It depends on who you're talking to. Well, I'm kind of biased. No, I've been – I've enjoyed every bit of it this season, and I can't wait uh, to this next football season. And uh, I mean, heck, I mean, even finishing out, we're going to get into some girls, ba- girls and boys basketball next week. We're going to get into man, baseball and softball is ramping up. Dude, Scrimmages man. are happening, and I'm I'm ready to talk some baseball and some softball. Uh, baseball and softball is already ramped up for me in Cold Spring. Two hundred and seventy-seven <laughs> kids. What we had signed yeah. up at Cold Spring this year. So uh, I'm super excited. Case had his first practice tonight. So uh, we went to that. That's when we got in the studio late. But uh, but we're here and we're done. We got it all wrapped up. So uh, we appreciate all of y'all tuning in and listening to our show. Uh, give us a like. Give us a share. Hit that subscribe button. Get them notifications for every time a new podcast comes out so uh, y'all can follow us. We appreciate y'all tuning in. For Trent Hart, I'm Craig Irwin. We'll see you at the game. See that again. Bullfrog Environmental has 16 years of erosion control experience. From silt fence to construction entrances, we specialize in it all. Give us a call at 936-672-3744 or leap over and visit us on the web at bullfrogenvironmental.com.